today's guest. She's from the real world St. Thomas and MTV's challenge, LaToya Jackson. Thank you for joining me today, LaToya. Hi, I'm like so nervous right now. <laughs> no, I'm so good. corny, I swear. <laughs> hey, thanks. So talk to me a little bit about uh, your casting process and what it was like, uh, you know, joining real world uh, St. Thomas. Oh, my God. A hundred years ago. Let me see if I can remember. Uh, it all started at a Hooters. Oh, wow. That's where the audition took place at a Hooters. And um, darn, like, it was, it's crazy because I can remember like it was yesterday. At the time, I was working at a local CBS affiliate news station. And um, I remember the weather guy, the guy that was doing the weather at the time, came up to me and was like, Latoya, you're always running around the station. You have so much personality. And at the time, he was like, reality TV is like on the rise. It's the new thing you need to try out to be on a reality show. I can see you on it. I was like, me on a reality show? Nah, I don't know. I'll stick to this job. Ironically, like less than three months later, um, I was online booking some talent to come on our morning show. And I saw, um, what was it, an article on Richmond.com saying the real world, MTV, the real world was coming to Richmond, Virginia. Auditions was going to be held on, you know, such and such date. Come on out. And I ran to the weather guy, and I was like, Bill, his, his name is Bill, um, Bill Livens, Bivens, I think. And he was, I was like, Bill, you literally spoke this up. They're having auditions for the real world. Like, should I do it? And he was like, heck, yeah, you should do it. Long story short, I ended up going up there, auditioning, and I think it was like seven different interviews, and the final interview was in L.A., and I think it was like about maybe 20 people that they had like in the top, like the final 20 people. And then, Hey, I got cast to be one of seven strangers picked to live in one house, (laughs) but it was, it was definitely a memorable time of my life. Like I'll never forget it. I look back often and I'm like, darn, it's been how many years now? What? Eight, nine years, I guess. Yeah. Like about nine. Yeah. I think. Yeah. About nine years. And I still can remember certain moments like, you know, we, we lived on an island on my season. I just remember like getting on the boat, having to travel by a speedboat just to get from one island to another to go get groceries. Something so simple as getting groceries, yeah. get on a boat to go get groceries. And I can remember Laura telling me, hey, let's go tan by the pool. And I'm like, girl, I'm naturally tan. I don't need to tan. <laughs> I remember bickering back and forth when the house was divided and me, Marie, and Rob were beefing with Trey, um, Brandon K, and and Laura. Like, it's just crazy. Like, I remember that. Now, looking back, we're all grown. We're 30. Laura and I have kids. Uh, Marie's still doing TV. Rob is doing his thing. Like, everybody's just adulting right now. And we were just, like, seven young kids still trying to find ourselves. And it's, it's crazy. It's nine years later. Mm-hmm. That was nine yeah. years ago. Yeah. I, I was actually going to ask, because me and Trey spoke about this, too. Your season was, um, you know, different in the sense that, like, you guys were put on, like, an island. Like, inst- like obviously, you still have your house, right? But for other, you know, seasons of the real world, traditionally, they were, like, you know, in, like, cities like Boston or, like, Portland, for example. And, like, everything was, like, really, like, you know, everything was right there. You know, like, you mm-hmm. could walk to a bar. You could, like, walk to get groceries. Like, you guys, you kind of were, like, not, like, stranded, obviously, but, like, yeah. you know, you were kind of, like in a sense, in the middle of, like, you know, your own little thing, you know what I mean? How do you yeah. feel, like, um, do you think that, like, not, like, stripped you of, like, the experience, so to speak, but do you think that that kind of, like, um, 
you know, you didn't really get to fully experience what other real world seasons kind of, you oh, know. Most definitely, definitely. Um, at when we got there, I know when when I got on location, you know, you what was it, the twenty seventh season that I did, season twenty seven. Yeah, and you and you go in there with the perception that you're going to get in house, get a house, and be in a, a neighborhood, or at least somewhere secluded on land, you know, because all 26 seasons prior to you was that way. So you know, I swear we would have never guessed that we would be pulling up on a boat to an island, and whenever we needed to go somewhere, we had to ask for permission. Well, you have to ask for permission either way, but we had to wait 45 minutes to an hour for a boat to come pick us up. You know, oh, it just wasn't, yeah, it just wasn't like, oh, I'm going to run to um, Harris Teeter or gro- the local grocery store, Publix, and go get some some juice and just hop in the, you know, the usually they give you a car. I think they give you cars um, on the shows. Mm-hmm. And you can't just hop in the car and just go wherever you want to. You have to, okay, well, let me call a boat. The production team is like, let me call a boat. The boat kept breaking down. The boat that we had just kept <laughs> It was like the boat was in the shop one day, then the boat was out the shop. Then it take an hour for them to come get us. We had to wait another hour for them to come pick us up from the store. Like it just was crazy. And looking back at it, we were like totally ungrateful because we complained every day. We complained about the house, the fact that the house had a lot of bugs because we were surrounded by water, lots of um, animals. It was possums and stuff like just all over the place. And it's kind of like rats. We had rats in our house. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, wow. we yeah, because we lived on an island with, and the house had no doors, so any types of critter that was, you know, outside critters could come in and out. But oh my God, we complained. We were so ungrateful of that opportunity. We were just like, oh, we got the shitty ass season. This sucks. Like that's messed up. Everybody else had better seasons than us. And I'm just like looking back. I'm like, I'm sorry, MTV, for being so ungrateful. I should have, you know, appreciated that a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. So your season, like, I guess by, I don't know if it's like fans or whoever, is kind of considered in a way like a, um, you know, one of the more forgotten seasons aside Hell from, yeah. like, from like you and Marie, because you guys are the two that obviously went on to do more than, you know, two seasons of the challenge. Do you feel as though your other roommates got like a fair portrayal? Um, I do because honestly, to be when the real world premiered on television and when we were on TV, a lot of my roommates that may not have gone as far as me and Marie has gone in the challenge, they got more TV time. Let's be honest. You know, when you watch the real world, most of the episodes surrounded Laura and Trey's relationship, you know what I mean? So they got way more TV time than any of us. So it was a fair trade. Everybody had their fair share of you know the pot if you ask me um some of those who you haven't really seen Brandon K you know nobody talks to him I don't know where he where he is right now in life but you know you, he didn't get a chance to do any seasons of the challenge you know yeah. you know so I feel more so I guess for him I feel more bad for him than any of us but everybody else kind of got a fair share of the trade mm-hmm yeah. So yeah, as soon as you guys kind of uh, you know wrapped up everything with the real world, like immediately right then after, it seemed like not even like a week later, um, they took like four of your roommates to go mm-hmm. you know film Battle of the Season, and a lot of people. I got this uh, you know question actually thrown to me to ask you. A lot of people were wondering why you know you weren't on that. Like, were you offered and declined, or they just didn't ask you? Um, they did ask me. Um, me and Swift, we were both. Uh, what is it called? 
uh, well, I can't think right now. I forgot. It's like a, I forgot what they call it when you, like you were like, you know how you like a stand-by person. And right, yeah. like, to, mm-hmm. like That's for lack of a better way to put it. We were like on standby. Okay. For, for if like Marie and Rob couldn't go, then me and Swift would have went. But we definitely got offered to go, but we just didn't make the final selection. And I would, I would say it was pretty much based on popularity as to who had more shine during that season of the real world. And like I said, Laura and Trey, of course they would go because they were the couple at the time and Rob and Marie were a couple. So it only made sense that the two of them mm. would go. You go on the challenge, you want couples, you want drama, you want sex, you want fighting, you want, you know, you want that. So bringing yeah. two couples into the house would have given them what they wanted for the challenge at the time. Right. Yeah. So exactly to what you just, um, I think the word I was thinking of that you were thinking of is alternate. Cause that's, that's like, the word, yeah. yes. Okay. <laughs> that's the word. Yeah. Why Cause I think to- of that. Yeah, that leads into my next question. I've read, uh, you know, places that um, the season after that was Rivals 2 and that you and Laura were alternates for that season as a pair. Mm-hmm. Did, you, did you guys get, like, flown out to Thailand or did they just, like, um, tell you, like, oh, if we need you? For alternates? The, it depends. The, the Rivals season. Yeah, so it depends. Every season is different. It depends on where the location is. If it's like a season that's like super, super far out, um, I'm going to say, for example, Thailand. Thailand is like 20 plus hours away from U.S. territory. So, of course, you're going to fly your alternates out. Um, me and the rival season did not film in Thailand. I can't forget, I can't remember where, where they were, um, where they filmed. So, we did not fly out on location. But somewhere close, like Mexico, they're not going to fly alternates out there because you can get a flight to Mexico and be there within eight hours, you know. But somewhere, like like I said, in Thailand, where it's going to take like 22 plus hours to get somebody out there, you want your people on standby. So they'll bring alternates. But usually alternates don't go. Okay. Yeah. But again, it depends on location. It depends on how far it is. So obviously uh, your first season being free agents, you're coming on as a rookie and like the only person there that you really know is, you know, Swift, but you guys obviously have a rocky past. So then it's yeah. like, what was your feeling going into, uh, you know, free agents? Um, I was nervous because, you know, I, I it was like a mixed emotion. I was excited, but I was nervous because you get there like the first, like the initial meetup when you get there, um, all of the challengers are at, at the airport. And if you're like a rookie, as they call you, you don't know anybody unless you kind of like sugar, sugar, but what is it? Ask just a few people in the DMs, you know, like, hey, I'm going to be on the challenge this season. I can't wait to meet you. That's not me. You know, I don't get down like that. I'm not ass kissing nobody. I'll see you when I get there. So it's kind of like I was like a stranger walking into a room full of strangers. And at that point, I think the oddest point of it was the fact that everybody kind of like, not everybody, but a vast majority of the people that were there had already knew each other from previous seasons. They were friends. They've lived together. They've been, they've done challenges together. So the entire time we're traveling, you hear all these stories about the last challenge and who did what on the previous challenge. And remember that time when we were in this place and this happened? So you hear all these past stories and you really can't relate. Because my only relation is I was watching y'all on TV like the rest of the world. So, you know, they're telling you all these behind the scenes stories. So it's kind of like being the new kid on the block or the new kid in the classroom that nobody knows. So it's awkward. It's uncomfortable. But then, like, you have nice people that welcome you. I know Jasmine was super sweet to me my first season. Um, uh, 
uh, who was it? Jasmine was super sweet. Well, that's my dog. Um, <laughs> Teresa was super cool. Um, Leroy was super nice. So you got like a handful of people who weren't who who had their friends who were clicked up, but then were also open to getting to know new people. There weren't just like, oh, look at the rookie, look at the rookie, you know. Like Laurel was really cool to me. She was sweet. Like, yeah, it was just like a couple people that welcomed me and made me feel comfortable, but still, it was still awkward being in the house. Yeah. Like I said, you know, with these people like you watch, like when I, I remember when I first met CT and I'm like sitting outside on the um like the little terrace with him and he's out there just smoking a cigarette and drinking. I'm like, you're the coolest motherfucker here. Like, oh shit. <laughs> like I'm sitting out here, I don't even smoke a cigarette, but you made me want to smoke a cigarette because you're smoking a cigarette, you know? Yeah. But it was just so crazy. And I'm like, bro, on TV, you're such a badass and you have like hundreds of thousands of fans. But then in real life, you're like, you're not even phased by that. He's so chill and laid back. He's not big headed. But then you got people like, bananas who quite the opposite you know so right quite you know it's, it's different it's an experience it's different for everybody's everybody's opinions are different everybody's yeah. personality is different but that what makes a great household so, mm-hmm. yeah so we talked about this before but uh on twitter everyone was talking about uh your elimination with jemmy when you guys played uh the balls in when you guys were holding the ball and had to uh put it into the basket Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Talk to me a little bit about that. (laughs) Who brought this back up on Twitter? Like, this is crazy. It was was one of those big fan pages that posted it, yeah. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it the other day, and I was like, oh, my God. Please don't bring me back to that time. (laughs) But it it was quite an experience. Um, Yeah, that was like the – it wasn't the first night. Well, yeah, it was like the first episode, which we considered the first night for y'all, but not the first night for us, technically. But, um, yeah, man, it was crazy because – I remember, you know, of course, if you saw the episode, my ass passed out and all this extra shit in yeah. So they voted me in. They voted my ass right in. They knew who they were going to I look like the weakest link. And I, and looking back, I'm not mad at them. But at the time, I was pissed. I was like, what the hell? I just got here. You know what I'm saying? Y'all trying to kick me out the house already? I ain't even unpacked my bags yet. So I was mad at the time. But, like, looking back, I see why they did what they did and, um, yeah, I went in and I was just like super like angry. I was ready. I was ready. Like I was like, I don't give a I don't give a damn who they put in this ring with ring with me. Like they could put T Rex in here. I'm I'm ripping it to shreds. So poor Jimmy pulled that card that night and yeah, and it's and you know the funny part about it is because Jimmy, um, I don't know if she's still doing challenges or not, but she's a, a fan fave and you know, so a lot of people don't like her, a lot of people love her. You know, she has a very bold personality and she walks around like a badass. So her going into elimination with me, I was kind of like, all right, I'm going up against Jimmy. I don't know what to expect, um, but I know what to expect of myself. You know what I'm saying? I know what I'm bringing to the table, so let's see. But I think she went in there a little bit too cocky, you know? I guess when they saw me pass out and pull off in the ambulance, they thought they had, you know, she was going up against a sucker, but nah. Yeah. Things didn't turn out to be that way. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I sent her home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, she was uh, pissed too. She was pissed. She just thought she was gonna prance around that house and be there the whole season. But she got no. Nobody wants to go home first episode. But. Yeah, she, she went to the final actually the season before. So the I think season everybody before. Was, yeah, because everyone was kind of expecting uh, her to pull yes. through. But. Yes, and it was you know something that's crazy. Like I never really talk about this part. Like going into the elimination and you know how everybody like the rest of the house is standing on the podium, and like literally. 
everybody in the house was cheering for Jimmy, except one person, and that was Swift. Swift was the only person that was cheering for me. You know what I'm saying? And um, and I was—I guess I heard a couple of voices here and there, but you know, nobody wanted to pick sides. Nobody wanted to start any beef because what if Jimmy came back in the house? You know, you always have that. that yeah. Thought. Let me watch you watch here for just in case they come back in the house and want to get some revenge against me. So I already know how the game is played. It's all politics. So they were all pretty much cheering for her. Jimmy, you got this. You got this. Yeah, Jimmy, you got your bags and you're going home, bitch. That's how that turned out. So. Yeah. <laughs> but she's cool, though. I ain't got no beef against her. She's cool. She's cool. Yeah. So yeah. someone that, uh, you know, you got into it a little bit with on uh, free agents from the guy's side was Jordan. Uh, what are, uh, you know, what's uh, your thoughts on Jordan? He's an asshole. I, I honestly, like, still feel the same way that I did, like, 100. Well, how long ago that was? Like, eight, seven years, seven, eight years ago? I still yeah, feel that the was same 2014, way. yeah, so six years. Yeah, cocky little bastard, womanizer, like, just not my, just not my type of guy. Like, I really don't bang with him like that. Um, a lot of people like him. I'm just not one of the people that do like him. So, <laughs> yeah, I still think the same way as I did back it, back then, like, total but I think he's dating that girl Tori, if I'm not mistaken. Tori, yep. Which is a weird couple, but yeah. Do you think it's real or you think it's fake? You know, people put on a lot. For a relationship? Their relationship? Yeah. I, yeah, I think they actually, theirs is legit, yeah. Okay. Me yeah. personally. I mean, I don't agree with, like, you know, some of, like, the stuff he says. and what I respect him a lot as a competitor. As a competitor, I love him. But yeah. like, this this past season, I wasn't, like, a huge fan of him. But um, that's mm-hmm. more so for, like, personal, uh, you know things yeah so yeah that's where i kind of stand on him i gotcha yeah because you know a lot of people tend to have fake relationships that's why i questioned it <laughs> that's like yeah. a thing people mm-hmm. get fake relationships so they can get cast for different type of roles and stuff like that which is really weird and corny but hey mm-hmm. was yeah. there anybody else that uh from your first season that you didn't really like too much or see eye to eye with on oh, the challenge or the real world uh the free agent season um, I think he probably was the only, uh, I can't really remember, like, talking about, like, if he was the only person that would, like, really, like, talk shit shit, and I take that back, Swift wasn't the only person that was cheering for me, I just remember something, you remember Dustin Zito? Yeah, I just had him on here last week, actually, yeah. Yes, that's my boy, so Dustin was, like, Team Toya, um, Jessica, McCall, I think. What's her last name? McCain. McCain. Jessica McCain. She was Team Toya, too. And it was Preston. You remember Preston? Yeah, pre- yep. And, and Preston. So, like, I can't I can't say that they were, like, all Jimmy, you know. I did have people that were, like, that I had built a relationship with prior to us, you know, actually starting this competition or whatever. But I think, just, I mean, I think Jordan was, like, the only one that I really just bumped heads with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He rubbed me the wrong way. Right. Yeah. So you came back to Invasion after, you know, the last three seasons. You uh, Did you decline those seasons? And, I like, did. What, okay. What kind of yeah. made you come back after that, like, kind of uh, gap? Um, I got tired of working a real job, and I was like, I want a vacation. <laughs> That's the truth. I ain't going to lie. It was the truth. I was like, oh, shit. All right, I'll go. Where y'all going this year? They ain't tell me, but I was like, I don't give a fuck where y'all going. Y'all could be going to the moon. Pack me a bag. I'm going. But yeah, that's pretty how much it was. I was like, because I had the after the first season, I was like, okay, fuck this. I'm not doing this shit anymore. I'm over it. I'm gonna work a real job. 
I got, I got a degree. I'm using my degree. I'm doing, you know, I'm doing me. But then after using that degree for a while, I was like, okay, I'm tired of clocking in. I'm tired of working eight to five. I need a break. And that's when I decided to go back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So on that season, uh, you were on kind of opposite sides of the fence with, um, you know, Kayla and Jenna and them. Uh, and you kind of weren't like too crazy about uh, Kayla, it seemed. So like, what's your uh, thoughts on Kayla? Okay, at the time, <clears throat> I wasn't too too fond of her, um, simply because, I don't know, why, why the hell I didn't like her? Oh, you want to know why I didn't like her? I know exactly why I didn't like her. I'm glad you asked that question. Because at the time, it's like she didn't really give getting to know other people in the house a chance. She came in as a rookie, first season, um, and right off, she jumps on Jenna's coattail. Never met Jenna a day in her life. Not like they were friends prior to filming the show, but you jumped on her coattail because, you know, Jenna has a success in the show. She's known for going pretty far. She, you know, has a great following. She's a fan fave. And you try to ride that coattail. So to me, you were a wannabe. You were a follower. Um, instead of coming in the house like the other girls, like Ashley, Amanda, Anika, Marie, me, myself, like everybody else is just kind of like frolicking around, getting to know everybody else. You chose not to get to know everybody else. Right off, you're whispering behind a bush trying to build an alliance. Bitch, it's the first night. Let's drink. Let's take shots. Why are you building an alliance? We're trying to party tonight. You know, we're not doing any challenges for for a while. Like, relax, sis. But to me, that rubbed me around me, rubbed me personally the wrong way and a lot of other people. Like she came in, when you come in manipulating, when you come in scheming, when you come in plotting, and it's a game. Yes, it's a game. But it's only gonna be two winners. And as of recently, I don't think it's been one winner. Like, isn't it? I haven't watched the challenge in yeah, a while. They've so. been doing like a lot of one winners uh past couple seasons. Yeah. So it's like in the end, it's only gonna be one or two winners. So everybody's not gonna win. So you're in it for yourself. But to kind of come into the house and kind of build that image for yourself, like, oh, I'm going to try to, it's like, it's like coming the first day of school and you want to be be a part of the cool kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. and then you're talking about people that you don't know. Like, why are you building beefs with people? Hey, how you doing? Let's shake hands and meet first before you try to start a beef with me. Like, nice to meet you, bitch. Like, like, like so. <laughs> But yeah, that's like that's how I felt about it a couple years ago. Um, now I don't have any type of feeling towards it. My girl's Marie. Marie's cool with her, so I guess I'm cool with the chick too. So her and Marie seem to be pretty tight. So if Marie like you, then hey, I'm cool with you too. Okay. Yeah. So fast forward a little bit to the season after Dirty Thirty in the Redemption House. Obviously, you being there, the Shane uh, Simone, uh, you know, drama and you know, fight. What yeah. uh, what could you tell us about uh about that? Oh my god, that shit was insane, bro. So like that house was so cool. First of all, like so we were all like drinking that night, per usual as we do with every damn night. <laughs> but we were all drinking, and um, Simone and Shane had a little bit more to drink than the rest of us, and we were just all like upstairs on the rooftop, just chilling, and. You know, I don't get involved in certain conversations. I don't talk about abortions, politics, and race. I try not to get involved in that whole black and white thing, especially when you've been drinking. Get me sober, I can talk to you about it. But when you're drinking, come on now. So anyways, because people's true colors come out. So I don't know how it started. And Shane, by no means, is not a racist at all. Like, he's from New Orleans. 
he got a lot of black friends, Hispanic friends, Indian friends. Like, this guy is not racist at all. And the same thing with Simone. So I don't know where this beef came from, but it was over something that was said. I can't remember. Oh, my gosh. I wish I could remember. I don't know what the fuck was said. I'm so mad I can't remember. I want to call Amanda right now and ask her. <laughs> I can't remember. But something happened. And he threw a drink at her or something. And she just pounced on him. And at the time, the camera crew were like three levels down. And we were all up here by ourselves. So, you know, we're always mic'd up so they can hear us. I guess they heard the tussling and fighting. And they had to run up like <laughs> so many flights of steps with the cameras and the mics to try to catch this on film. And they missed it. They missed the whole thing. Bro, if they had caught that, that would have been one of the, I think that would have been the most, one of the most memorable fights, if not the best fights in the history of the challenge. But the fact that the camera crew was not on the scene and they missed that because it was late at night, um, we were all chilling. So there's no need to film just us sitting around talking, you know, stupid little conversation. They usually put the camera down and they go rest. And they were resting at the wrong time. They were resting at the wrong time. So it didn't get shown on TV. You only saw the aftermath, which was really weird and confusing to the viewers because viewers were like, well, what happened? We didn't see anything, you know. But, um, yeah, they got to fighting over. I, don't, I can't remember what Shane said, but Shane said something. And Simone didn't like it. And I had, think it had something that it's like a black or white conversation. And it was on and popping after that. And Simone went and got a damn wine bottle and broke that shit in half. And was like, I'll kill you. <laughs> she was like, I'll kill you. I'll kill you. And they was like, okay, both of y'all got to go. Both of y'all got to get out of the house. And it just was insane. And I was sad. You know why? Because I really like those two motherfuckers. Like, Shane was cool as hell. He was my roommate. Then Marie, then Amanda moved into the room with me. But, like, we would sit up all night. He would do my makeup. Like, he was just so freaking cool. And Simone was cool, too. And I was just, like, so upset that they both got sent home at the same time. Like, right. that was really bad. But, man, when you make threats and you fight, you know what the rules are. Mm-hmm. So, they did a preseason like promo and then a reunion show that like everybody went to aside from you and Camilla. We obviously know why she wasn't there, but yeah. Why weren't uh, you in attendance for those? Yeah. I I didn't go because I can't remember what happened. I think I had something, something was going on where I couldn't. Oh, I know my sister's, my sister's wedding. So that's why I didn't go because my sister was getting married at the time. I, I looked back and I was like, damn, I wish they weren't scheduled at the same time because I would have loved to have been there because that was my last show that I did. But right. um, that's why I didn't go. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you've had bad challenge luck in uh, you know your seasons being on? Hell yeah, I got the worst challenge. <laughs> 100%, sir. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the fan wanted me to ask that because they, uh, they alluded to the fact that, you know, your first season was a rookie, and, like, rookies are kind of, like, the sacrifice. And then uh, your second season was, you know, the first season where you had to, like, fight for your chance into the house type of thing. You know, you needed, like, uh, you know, your ticket to the Oasis. I know, and I lost that challenge, I think, by, like, three point something seconds or uh, something like that. And I was so pissed because I stopped to talk to that dumbass monkey. If you watch the episode over that fucking monkey, like, and I remember the camera guy was like, yeah, that monkey fucked you up, and I was like, what the fuck, 
that dumbass monkey that hissed at me caused me to go, you know, because other than that, I would have, I would have beat her, but my dumbass wanted to stop on the step and have a conversation with a monkey. Like, what the hell of all things, a monkey? Yeah. Was there anything else that uh, we didn't see on, uh, you know, any seasons that I should have been showing or were uh, most of what you could remember? Other than the conversation about Jenna telling us Zach pisses on her when they have sex, um, I think that's the only thing that y'all missed. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> that's a pissy couple, but yep. <laughs> yeah, well, King yeah. and queen of piss. <laughs> the urinal. She's a urinal. I think Jenna's been hanging out with Kayla a little too much then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Kayla likes to suck dirty penis. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yo, we didn't bathe for like two weeks, and she's over there bopping off. Uh, what's the guy name? Corey. Uh, Corey. And I'm like, bro. He ain't washed that thing in like a week, girl. We ain't, we out here living in a tent. <laughs> yeah, what was um? I heard something about it. I don't know if it was her and Corey, but like people said it on this past season. I've seen it come up a bit on like Twitter. They said something about her getting like uh, banged in a porter potty. Was that on that season with uh, her and Corey? I think a lot. Of people <laughs> we didn't have porter potties, but it might have been. We had like a little hut that we took a shower in. It was like a little. A little makeshift hut. They probably did have sex in there, but I know she went behind a palm tree and sucked them off. I do remember that. And she came back wiping her mouth, and I'm like, oh my god, is that crud on your lip? Like, cause, like I said, we hadn't showered, and everybody was like smelly. We lived on an island, like we were like Gilligan's Island. We stink. Everybody was musty and sweaty. People like jumped in the ocean just to kind of feel cleansed, and they were like bopping around. I'm like, okay, that's disgusting. Yep, you got yeah. AIDS now. Like that's disgusting. <laughs> So this question, uh, you know, kind of comes up frequently with people like we haven't seen. Like they want to know, like when you were like, you know, last called to do a show. Were you called again after uh, Dirty Thirty? I was. I was called last year, but then I ended up having to tell the production team. I was like, oh, I'm pregnant. Sorry, guys. And it's like, oh my god, congratulations. Then I gave birth in December of last year, so I'm done. So, mm-hmm. like even now, like if they were to call me, I, you know, the thing about it is that they kind of like give us moms a break you know i would i wouldn't do another challenge ever ever again like people always ask me would you do another challenge i'm like no i'm retired even if i didn't have a baby i wouldn't do another challenge like you reach a different pinnacle in life like i'm in a whole different phase i'm like 30 years old i'm not about to be like johnny bananas 40 years old still bopping around on challenges i'll let the teeny boppers have that i'm old and rusty I'm doing mom shit now, like buying houses, remodeling houses. I'm about to get, I should get a minivan. You know, I should, like, I, you know, I have a new hat on now. Like, so I'm going to have a mom hat. So life is different. Right, right. Like back then I was able to kind of like pack up my apartment, lock mm-hmm. the door, pack a bag and go away and film for weeks and then not have any worries. But now I have worries. I have a baby. I'm in a relationship. I have a house. Well, I had a house then too, but. You know, things are different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we, we just uh, sort of talked about uh, these two a little bit um, a few seconds ago. But since uh, I, I was looking at it on Twitter, and it was a really huge thing people were talking about, uh, you know, this past weekend with the whole uh, Jenna, Zach, Amanda, Tony situation. I saw you, uh, you know, you kind of uh, saw it a little bit, too, on Twitter. Um, can you talk to me a little bit about uh, your thoughts on that situation? Oh my god, I'm I'm so messy. What the hell was I involved in that for? Oh yeah, he was like, um, well, you know, the reason why I said something because I like Amanda's my girl. Like I talk to Amanda 
if I don't like there's people I talk to still frequently like Laura was snapchatting me today while I was at work Marie was texting me last night after midnight me and her was texting um Amanda we both have babies our babies are three months apart so I talked to those three more than anybody so when he said what he said about Amanda I kind of felt offended myself as a mom like why are you bringing up her child why are you even bringing up that in general like dude how old are you at this point in life you need to aspire to be what Amanda is a parent that's engaged that has a life you know that has a home like you are all over the place I think him and her are engaged from what I heard yeah that relationship is so toxic from what I you know from what I've witnessed myself I'm sorry I had a call come through from what I've witnessed myself and from what I'm still seeing on on Twitter so Amanda's situation is your least of your concerns. Yeah. You know, you got to don't don't talk about other people's situation when your situation isn't that grand. So I just didn't appreciate that. And then he says something else. Oh, when he brought up um He brought up night. Night. Yes. Yes. Jeff. And that's what I kind of tweeted on. I was like, dude, your girl just tweeted last night that you were getting baptized and now you're up here like bringing up a guy who has passed on and trying to use that as a low blow to get back at Jimmy, you didn't even have to bring him into the equation. Mm-hmm. Like, you could have shit-talked Jimmy without even bringing up Knight, you know? So I thought that was pretty disrespectful, especially for a man that's supposed to be a man of God getting baptized. Like, come on, guy. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I've had, like, I'd say probably four to five people on here already that aren't, you know? Needless to say, uh, huge fans of the guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put yeah, it lightly. Just- and, you know, the crazy part about it is the last show that I did with him, I think it was Free Agents. That's the only one that I did with him. Yeah. Um, him and I did together. And he was cool. Like, I kicked it with him at the house and everything. Like, shit, I might have took a couple shots with him, you know? Like, he was a he was a cool guy. So I didn't have any problems with him. But seeing how he responded on Twitter to Amanda and to Jimmy, I just wasn't feeling that. I wasn't feeling that at all. So... But we all know he has a history of treating women bad because he treats his girl like shit, so. Yeah. You know. Do you think that uh, Jenna and Tony happened, though? Oh, with the finger bang? No, that was Bruno. Amanda said um, oh, damn, something. Oh, damn, she's so on... easy. I'm not yeah. <laughs> Amanda said something on Twitter uh, responding to Zach when she was like, because um, they did a season when Amanda was partnered with Zach, and then he uh, volunteered them to go into elimination to save Tony. Because he didn't want to vote in Tony, and mm-hmm. then she, Amanda, said something to Zach like, um, "You risked a million dollars for your best, for in your quotation mark best friend who banged your bitch behind uh, your back." <laughs> I love uh, Amanda. Now I don't know nothing about that. Was that on my season or no? Did I do? I don't remember that. That was Dirty Thirty. Allegedly, she was saying. Okay, they were already in the Oasis though. No, that's Invasion. You're thinking of. Oh, I'm so, I'm so, see, I'm old. 30 was the one when you were in the Redemption House, and then, uh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I don't put nothing past her. She let Bruno bang her on a public airplane. I mean, finger bang her on a, a public airplane. So, I'm Team Amanda. If Amanda said it happened, God damn it, it happened. <laughs> Amanda does not lie. Amanda sees and knows all. So, if it happened, under her eyes, it happened. Yeah. She saw it. It happened. It went down. Well, uh, it was a pleasure. You want to know what was funny, though? You want to know what was funny? Sidebar. So, you know how he put out that, um, I think it was Zach. (laughs) Fans, I love y'all, because y'all are like, y'all always have all of the tea. So, he put out a tweet saying something about somebody doing soft porn. Who did soft porn? 
Somebody, somebody did soft porn. So what was the what's the website? Some some website that they do now. I don't know. Girls. Fans oh, only. oh, OnlyFans. Yeah, OnlyFans. So he put out there that she did soft porn on there, and then the fans clapped back and was like, "Well, what about your fiance?" And there's like this weird ass picture with her butt yeah. ass naked in front of Jay with a tie, hope covering her boobs. That shit had me crying, bro. Like I was laughing my ass off when I saw it. I was like, "Where did they dig this picture up at?" And it was so embarrassing. It's like, bro, you t- the pot talking about the kettle. Yeah. Like she's literally standing there looking stupid as hell, naked with a with a tie. Like that was so freaking yeah, corny. She, I don't think she's portrayed like you know how she actually is. Like they're trying to make her like out to be. Uh... What? What? Yes, bro. It. The first of all, the girl's boring as hell. I went to um. Well, she's boring on the show too. Her own her only thing that makes her interesting is her weird ass relationship with Zach, which they have dragged that shit on for ten seasons, damn near. And um the fact that she's actually a good competitor. You know, that's what the show is about. It's about competing. I'll give it to her. She's a good competitor, you know. But as far as personality is concerned, she's a dud. Like this is like completely off the camera in our own leisure personal time. I went up to see Marie in Staten Island about maybe three years ago or so, three or four years ago. And um, we went out with one of the production, um, one of the producers of the challenge. We went out to dinner with him and he was like, I want to meet, I want to meet up with you guys. And Marie just felt the need to invite her. It was supposed to just be me and Marie and the, this particular producer. And Marie was like, well, I invite Jenna. Like, okay, bitch, why are you inviting her? You know, I don't like her, but whatever. So she invited her and she just was like so awkward. And after we had dinner, we went to do karaoke and, you know, had a couple drinks at a, at a bar. And I'm like, this bitch is so boring. And I wish these fans could just see this. Like, but if it wasn't for Zach, no storyline, none whatsoever. Yeah, no, yeah. I said the same thing. Like, the- yep, yep. That's been her storyline, and that's what she's sticking to. That's mm-hmm. her thing. That that guy, I don't know what it is about him that has her, her so obsessed. From what I hear, he lives in a treehouse. I don't know if he still owns the treehouse. <laughs> that was a rumor. The kid lived in a treehouse in the middle of a, in the woods and peed in a bucket and shit. I don't know how true it is. He's homeless or something. I don't know. But she's obsessed with him. So, mm-hmm. yeah. She's lame. Still right. lame. But whatever. Yeah, well, uh, it was a pleasure getting to speak with you today and uh, having you on. I think the I know I can go on and on and on. Thank you. It's gotten it's getting dark out here. You probably can't even see me. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, but thank you for having me. You're awesome, and I wish you the best of luck on your show. Thank you. Thank you. I'll send you the link. Such a great job. Oh my god, I can't wait to watch it. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Have a nice day. You too. Bye.